Hello, good people. Welcome to the Zika Culture Audio Show. My name is Chino Tenda. And I'm Brian Willis. And I'm Jess Kudzi. You want to say something, Brian? No relation of this. <laughs> you have to make sure, otherwise, oh. might get sued up in here. I have to make sure. <laughs> uh, welcome to another show, um, ladies and gents. We've got another fantastic and uh, interesting show, as per usual. Uh, so, today, once again, we start off with a new segment, then we'll dive right in into the main segment. And. Um, Let's not waste any more time and let's just dive straight into it. And uh, first bit of news this time around is um, happening all the way in the United States of America. And, uh, <laughs> America! <laughs> yeah, and um, there's a bit of, um, of a war of sorts happening between car enthusiasts and uh, legislators. Um, this is this isn't anything new. I mean, yeah. it's been happening throughout history. But then, in particular, mm-hmm. the Environmental Protection Agency. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they say it. Is it EPA? EPA. EPA. <laughs> and, I am for the environment. Uh, yes. <laughs> <clears throat> Until you hear what they're trying to do this time around. So apparently, um, they're trying to push uh, for a new legislation that. Um, pretty much bans motorsport because what they're trying to do is um, to make it illegal for a person to take a production car and turn it into a race car. So that is pretty much um, what they've been fighting for. It's quite similar to a similar legislation they tried to implement um, a few years ago back in 2014, 2015 where they actually wanted to ban modifying cars. So what, a car should just come out of the factory as a supercar? Yep, and pretty much, yeah, and pretty much drive like that. If you want to, if you want to go into motorsport, then you actually have to like hire a team and all that. You know the expensive buy an actual race car and buy an actual race car. That's eliminating (laughs) us. uh, It's eliminating everything, and it goes beyond that because you know there's a lot of um, companies that have sprung up because of this industry of um, modifying. And mm-hmm. if this goes into effect, you know all of those guys are gone. You know, SEMA. SEMA is one of the one of the bigger organizations that sponsor, um, or they have been at the forefront rather of um, um, the whole modifying scene and actually mm-hmm. trying to make sure that those that are involved in the modifying industry, in terms of companies and all that, they get a platform to actually they get make an money. An incentive. So all after mark, after market uh, upgrades Yeah, pretty much because. Uh, when you're modifying a car to, to them, faster, to yeah, because they are not, yeah, they are not car people. So when they think race car, they're just thinking we're just slapping on turbos and superchargers and all that. Mm. And the argument here, um, with um these guys, which we'll talk about the RPM Act, um, people, mm. their argument is that the the way that they um quoting this is actually very much not the case because they're thinking the the EPA people they're thinking that us can't use this for a bunch of like diesel lovers were just rolling coal and all mm-hmm. that but they don't realize that even with certain aftermarket parts like suspension mm-hmm. and and tires those don't in, in the, uh, affect the environment not in any way not in any way so why are you banning pretty much everything like Area. a blanket thing no it comes back to something that i'm sure someone is uh is it chris harris okay i, I also have to say something like uh, at the beginning uh, someone might be wondering why we're actually talking about something that's going on in America, but it's because there's a trickle-down effect. Mm-hmm. It might eventually end up being uh, right here in Zimbabwe or in Africa. 
So we just have to discuss some of these trends before they get to us. Okay. And let's just start off by saying politicians at most are not the best people for making these decisions. Yep. Because they're not as informed as they should be. So I think there's need to be like an actual platform for communication. Mm-hmm. Like discussing what really does affect the environment. Yes. And I see that this is being pushed on a bit too fast. Because it's hard for you to change something that's been going on for ages. Yeah. It's now like a culture, especially in America. It, exactly. It's been there since forever. It's passed down from generation to generation at this point. So you can't expect you just stop yeah. all of a sudden just vote. You destroy lives. I mean, like you said, yeah. some people have they've actually sustained themselves their livelihoods by building aftermarket parts and just generally having racetracks, track days, exactly. all that. Or has. better, why can't we just have a dialogue? Because we have to admit as well as countries, we're not... Exactly speaking clean. I mean straight straight piping a car is definitely not good for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> so at least Yeah. So at least let's come together at least let's yeah, meet each other. You can't like. just ban these things like cold turkey like that. Mm-hmm. We have to like, you know, meet in the middle. Exactly. Somehow. We work towards a clean environment. I'm sure we can do that, but, but how start... is it they just come up with this is abrupt. We never had like <laughs> you I just start I, zero to hundred, two seconds. I've got a question though. What if I upgrade an EV? It is still illegal. How? It's a it's a production vehicle that you're changing, you're modifying. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. As long as it's a new vehicle that's coming out and you're taking it from the stock to aftermarket. Yeah, because they are electric racing cars. Exactly. So, so you just have to buy the electric nah, version. There's, there's, there's a conversation that needs to be had. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you're all for saving the environment, but yeah, we, we all want to have fun. But I'm also for fun. Exactly, you know that's what, what I'm saying. saying. We need to sit down. Whether so, if you love or not, we still need to like, sit down. Because we're looking at people like Brabus here. Mm-hmm. Are you telling me Brabus is going to be out of business because of this? Yes, everyone from, like SEMA basically is every American aftermarket mm-hmm. shop, right? Mm-hmm. So that includes, um, I mean, Brabus does have a significant presence in America. Uh, Rentec, uh What's uh, the guys that came up with the um, Works, uh Singer, mm-hmm. like basically all of it shuts down. Jonathan Ward in, with uh, what's his company? Um, the guys that did the, that did the derelict cars, like those rusted. They oh. look rusted, but they're actually new. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. all of that is going yeah, down. Exactly. Alpina. Everything did. Everything. everything. So I, I, I'm mm. sure the even motorcycles did. Yeah, <laughs> nah, nah. trucks, cars, nah, motorcycles, guess, everything. Nah, Every, come on. everything. And you know how truckers in America they always customize. You see, like people put custom paintwork, mm. uh, custom exhaust. Wait, tips. you can't customize your paintwork? Like this is basically what they're saying. You can't, you can't do anything that actually um, alters the originality of the vehicle, mm. right? Just the originality or the performance. It's that's why Tino was saying some of the things don't really make sense. Whoa, 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 whoa. wait, 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 wait. Okay, hmm. so let's say I've got um, what if somebody has a disability mm-hmm. and they need to upgrade their car to be able to drive it because of their disability? 
need to find a lawyer first. Ah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> to explain that. <laughs> no, 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 conversations need to be had. Exactly, you yeah. can't just... But nah, it was, was, at first it was too broad. I appreciate yeah. where they're coming from, but mm. they're a bit, they're way too heavy-handed with yeah. it. Mm. So that's why there's this um, thing called the RPM Act. This essentially is um, fighting for the countries in order to save motorsport. Because, you know, it starts with motorsport, then it trickles down to other things, mm-hmm. like money mm-hmm. cars. Exactly. So they're pretty much, I'm, I'm not sure if we can do it, but for those that are stateside, they can um, jump onto the um, website and they can actually sign a petition so that... You just forge your nationality. <laughs> you I'm not encouraging you. <laughs> yes, you just put it's yourself in. I'm sorry, we're not going to be listening to you and your petition because your country is under sanctions. <laughs> okay, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's a perfect response. Perfect. So, yeah, but for those that can, uh, make sure you do so because obviously this is something that's quite outrageous and I don't think it'll go anyway. I mean, but it's similar to this other story that um, Kudzi and I talked about in one of our earlier um, podcasts where Rolls Royce was actually banned for producing the glowing spirit of ecstasy. You know, the glowing mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the They banned it because they're saying um, it's causing too much light pollution for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> it's stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. Some of it what, makes what, no sense. They oh, yeah. just start What's, from nowhere. What, what on earth is light pollution? Exactly. <laughs> what are the parameters exactly. for light pollution? Exactly. Who is complaining about that? <laughs> no, no, but I do. I, I know there are some regulations that actually um, not. They don't allow cars to make um, their logos uh, or like to illuminate. illuminate. Mm. Okay. They're not allowed. There's a regulation. I remember there was a concept car that was being reviewed by Matt Watson, and he was saying that uh, there were some, certain things that they had to change because I think it was a was it a Renault? Mm. With the, it had a glowing badge at the back, mm-hmm. and he was like, they have they have to like remove the glowing badge because it's not allowed according to regulations and blah blah blah. Exactly. So I think there's a regulation about. Um, illuminating your car's badges and stuff like that. Mm. I don't know about this. What? Light pollution thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I know there is some sort of regulation about those things. About light illuminating mm. your car's badges. Yeah, that could... Which is going to get very tricky though because with some of these car designs that I'm seeing these days, mm. lights are pretty much everywhere on a car these days. Like if exactly. you look at like the, the Hyundai Sonata. Mm-hmm. The lights are running up the bonnet and all. I mean, it's just it's just a matter <laughs> of time. The you take it. It's, really? it's, it's just a matter of time when lights are just gonna be like you know maybe circling around the logo or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, because I think even, even VW made a concept car with the VW logo illuminated. Even in America, where they're very strict with their regulations. I remember the the navigator, the one that's actually out. It's mm. on sale in America. Mm. It has um, oh, the yeah. front logo, the grill that yeah, actually the illuminates grill, yeah, when you like when you get closer with the key fob. Mm. So I don't understand up. some of some of these regulations. Yeah, I don't exactly. I, I they really banned some... that, but then the grills haven't been banned. Rolls Royces grill, they still illuminate. They, they illuminate, so yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't <laughs> yeah. make sense. As if it's not flashing. But <laughs> but what what I do know is these people really need to come into Zimbabwe. <laughs> And regulate some of the nonsense that I see. We do have a bit of that, nonsense uh, going that, on, yeah. That, Especially with that the, aftermarket light bulb. Oh my goodness! I have a those huge Christmas problem. tree lights. I have a huge problem with those. I they mean, a so car unsafe. will come at you mm. with red lights at the front, and you're like, mm. "What the? 
you know, those strobe like uh, police car lights. I'm like blinding. Do you know there was a time when I thought I was getting stopped by a cop, <laughs> only, only to see a combi just pass me. You know, <laughs> huh? And it's written at the back, Kushikamati Eke. I actually pulled over mm. thinking I was getting stopped by cops. So definitely some of these regulations, they need to be implemented mm -hmm. in our local roads because they're getting crazy with the lights. It's true. For us uh, Zimbabweans, I think yeah, we, we, we do flex a little bit uh, saying that there are pretty much no regulations in terms of what we can do with our cars. But I think there should be at least something to at least govern us because some of us, we take it too far, like what you're saying with the lights. Mm. And so are you saying the aftermarket in America is the problem? Like they have to own up to some of their past sins, in a sense. America's problem is America's problem, as wait, far wait, wait, as I'm concerned. Mm. But for us, we, we obviously take some of the stuff that's happening there and we... But I do um, know in America, you're not allowed to, in some states, your mm. car is not allowed to have blue lights. Really? They they will actually stop you and tell you we own blue. The cops. Oh, they will yeah. actually tell that, you that no. Makes sense. Blue that is our color. You mm. are not allowed to have blue coming out of your car. Yeah, but that's, it'll it'll co confuse with law enforcement. And, and I I'm think sure. that's something that needs mm. to be done because I'm. I can make my car look like it's part of the presidential. Presidential you know, guard. Presidential <laughs> guard. And I, nobody's doing anything about this exactly. with, with cars mm -hmm. in the roads. And I think something needs to be done. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Mm, that's true. Yeah, I guess. But anyway, on a lighter bit of news. <laughs> <laughs> Lights, get it? Lighter? <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, I see where she tried to <laughs> No pun intended. Oh, um, mm. There's some new releases that have been um, coming out as of late. <coughs> Ugly. <laughs> but there's one in particular I want to talk about right now and that is the Bentley Continental GT Speed. Um, I'm not sure how, how I feel about this car. What okay. are the specs by the way? Mm, I think it's around 600, 620-ish horsepower. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the specs on this car, mm. 6 liter twin turbo W12 engine mm. with 626 horsepower and 900 newton meters of torque. Yeah. But then to fall back on what I was saying before, this thing hasn't changed really. Like, it, when did it come out? Mid 2000? Somewhere there. The about. first GT Speed. Yes. Uh, yeah. And the power hasn't really. Let me, let me. I haven't done. I'm not finished with the specs. Eh? <laughs> okay. okay All-wheel drive, mm. eight-speed dual clutch automatic, zero to 103.6 seconds, mm. and a top speed of 333 kilometers per hour. Mm. Alcantara and carbon fiber rims, blacked exterior elements, a bump of 24 horsepower to distinguish it from the regular Continental. Mm. And the starting price is 300,000. <laughs> I am not spending 300,000 on a frog. <laughs> okay, wait. Do you know what? A few years back, a few years, not even uh, 10 years ago, I think it was around 2012. It was like um, you could still buy a, f a similar specced frog for 300,000. It hasn't changed. You remember there was the Bentley Super Sport, mm -hmm. the Continental Super Sport. Mm -hmm. This is the exact same car, just um, maybe you can take it as a facelift. What's That's the a... difference between this one and the, was it the Flying Spur? 
But it's the same kind of engine, yes? Mm. In fact, they say that the performance thing. is the same, which is yeah, astonishing yeah. because the four doors are way more heavy. Because you, you know what? I'm looking at these specs and I'm telling you mm. W12 engine, 626 horsepower, mm. 900 newton meters of torque. It doesn't match. It doesn't, Why is that? I don't know. It just seems a bit low. It 900 oh. newton meters of they, torque they, seems they, a bit they, low. <laughs> Even no. the 333 kilometer top speed. Ish, my guy, that's a lot. That's a lot, bro. <laughs> nah. That car is heavy, by the way. No, but yeah. if the Flying Spur is doing the same thing and this car is smaller. Oh, I see what no, you get. Okay. What I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think I do. Yeah. No, the thing is, I'm 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 also with you in complaining about this. Mm-hmm. This is this car hasn't really um, changed in any sense apart from just following the current trends. The zero to hundred mm-hmm. is impressive. But it was exactly the same with the Super Sport, or even mm. better. Wait a minute, mm. though. It's it's still the same as the BMW uh, <laughs> M4 competition. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're not we going are, uh, talking we about are, that. We are killing it dead. There's right no now. way we're talking no, about BMW in this. I mean, the W12. <laughs> uh, no. no, the thing is, it's not as impressive as even within uh, within its own range. There's a, a Continental with a V8. Yeah. And that's actually more impressive when you look at the specs in terms of efficiency, mm-hmm. even in terms of power, because you know those AMG, um, sorry, those um, uh, Audi Group engines. When you say mm-hmm. efficiency, what do you mean? Fuel consumption. Fuel consumption, power production, like how it makes power. How, okay, cool. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to you know fuel uh, efficiency, I don't think people when they buy those cars, they, they care. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the company will push really, it. I'm when a... they're doing their PR, they will say that in the... For the environment, for them. But then, basically, those Audi Group engines. You remember that four-liter V8? It's in uh, the Bentayga. It's in uh, the Touareg. It's in uh, an RS6. It's in a. It's in the Lamborghini Urus. It's everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. In the in the Urus, how much power does it make? It's like six fifty. Yeah, it's about six fifty. And that's actually more than what this W12 is making. So I'm not, I'm not the, wondering. The specs are not matching for the So w yeah, it's not changing. Is it worth it now for having such a large engine? Its performance is the same. Yeah, and the car looks like a frog. <laughs> no. Well, I think it looks nice. Nah. Anyways, that's just me. I've never been a Bentley fan, to be honest. So what's what looks wise? What's the alternative for you? Rolly, Rolls Royce. W12. Yeah, no, I mean for that specific model. Oh, what the GT Speed. Have? What's, yeah. what's competing with the GT Speed? Because it's a Wraith, like you've already uh, mentioned. There's a Turbo It S, could be the, the Wraith, the black, whatever version. Black badge. Black badge. Could There's be. a 911 Turbo. Same, similar price. Yeah, I think I'd go for the Wraith. For the Wraith. Yes. But that thing is actually more of a pig when you... In terms of driving it's dynamics. It's not performance oriented. It never was. Never. Are we talking, I don't know. Are we talking about the same Wraith? Uh, Janimbi? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Probably if you bought this frog, it would still outperform. And for the, the Zimbos listening, um, the Rolls Royce is actually quite a safe car and it's not as. Um, or it's not prone, uh, not prone to explode as you might have witnessed in one isolated incident. Mm. And it's, it's unfortunate that it happened. Yeah. yeah. I don't see why we're making it seem like this car is. Uh, Safety hazard. I mean, how many other Rolls Royces have you heard? Oh, go to the Middle East. They are like, they're there, but they you don't hear people. Yeah, but that's because they buy these things often and they drive them recklessly often. I mean, these cars to mm. them are like flipping 
three two threes to us. Well, it's in fact, it's actually wheels. more. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually cheaper than a three two three because to us, you can't you can't have five three two threes right now. We can't and afford just, them. Yeah, and just but they can them. have like fifteen of those wraiths, and it, mm-hmm. so to them, they don't really drive them. But no, I think right. it is really a, a safe car. But then, in comparison now to this uh, Bentley, I think as much as I've complained about this W12, I would much rather have the Bentley than uh, the, the Rolls. I'd rather have the Rolls. Well, <laughs> okay. To be honest, I'd rather have the Rolls. Okay. Look, both Why? cars for me, um, I've, I've never been a fan of uh, the Rolls Royce looks aesthetically. As well as the Bentley, I've never been a fan. So what? Do but you they like? do have presence. They more than make what they what I feel they lack in uh, aesthetics. They mm. make up for in performance, luxury, ergonomics, and uh, everything. They more than make up for it. Mm. Like I said before, uh, Rolls Royce to me is like that ugly woman who's rich and knows, knows how to dress um, as the beautiful personality is a hit with your friends and a monster in the sack mm. that's she knows a, how to. you know that's mm. a that's a rolls royce to me so yeah i'd rather i'd rather but doesn't that description also like isn't it adequate to explain or to describe the, the, uh, the bentley as well I mean, it's a frog, but There's it's a fast frog. I'm gonna talk about the Rolls Royce later on in the show. It's a frog. You shall see, shall see why. But there's, there's nothing quite like a Rolls Royce. But anyways, <laughs> we'll come back to okay, that. Okay, there's an S-Class coupe, and that for me, that's the choice for that segment. An S-Class coupe, best interior for for the money, especially. But in its class, it's cheaper. It's got more tech. It's got um, better performance, like. Uh, way way better performance it's got the 65 um, engine but I'm sure that's coming to an end with the new release of the S-Class Coupe but if you still are willing you can get the 65 it's a dinosaur of an engine but it does make a thousand newton meters of torque which is a hundred more than this so you can actually pull up tree stumps with that torque (laughs) that's a lot so the Bentley (laughs) (laughs) so the Bentley came out Ribbit. So yeah, um, mm. definitely I think there'll be more um, information about how it behaves. I'm sure there are a lot of um, automotive journalists that are going to have a go in it and see what it's like. Uh, mm. But I don't think there's any anything new. I mean, we've heard the new ordinary Continental. We know what that's about. There's nothing much that changes. What actually makes me laugh actually when it comes to these GT Speed ones mm-hmm. is... Um, the whole trying to save weight, but even when they do save weight, it's still pretty heavy. It's quite heavy. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a two-door car that's as heavy as a Range Rover. So <laughs> that's something to think about. Yeah. Whoa. It's like 2.3 tons. Yeah. yeah with they're, they're with like the base options. So, so, so it's, it's a frog slash piggy. <laughs> it's Miss Piggy. Eesh. It's a hybrid. Eesh. Ah, no. I, you, eesh, no, that weight, no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, so it actually does make sense. No. Miss no. Piggy, Kermit. Ah! Oh! Full circle. Ah, no, that's a good one. I'll find. I'll find that. I'll find that. No, that was a good one. Respect, man. Respect. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. So speaking of um, another British brand, um, this time um, news is coming out from JLR or Jaguar Land Rover, and um, they have been um, 
developing um what i would deem as a covid proof um um what you call it climate control system so what they basically did is that they partnered up with um panasonic and they managed to create um a climate control system that is able to kill 99 point what is it 995 percent of the covid 19 virus and make sure you don't mess that figure up <laughs> it's no, no. very specific very specific it's almost like it's german exactly. <laughs> so yeah so they did a two-hour test and um that's that's the result of that and i'm sure they would want to then um fit that into their um, upcoming models and they also did another separate test where um uh they discovered that um the system could actually keep out 97 percent of viruses away from the cabin and this is using um, Panasonic's um, system called the Nano X technology so that is quite interesting and I think um, that is why are you laughing? That, I think that is the that is the direction gimmicky exactly thank you that's what I'm thinking yeah, that sounds that's strange. just something that you know that you can just you know Talk about and brag to people, yeah. but who really cares? Like COVID nineteen friendly. <laughs> yes, like your mate very, at the bar. It's a very twenty twenty car or system, basically. It's like your friend at the bar who's uh, bragging about how his car has double uh, what do you call them? All wing visors or whatever. Yeah, it's something that it comes and goes. Mm. With COVID, obviously, it's it's a serious thing, but. Mm. But the advantage, not, the advantage of the system is that it's just efficient. And it works with yeah. other viruses. It's just well. efficient, yeah. yeah. But what, what's the other For COVID, makes sense. But who's asking nah, for a car that. It's like, gimmicky, man. I mean, yeah. how many people are getting COVID through their cars, through their cars. or something? <laughs> We're going who, down a rough. We're going. Yeah, who did the study? I can just imagine. Who did, who did the survey? I can just imagine a family just um taking a turn down the road and like kids, um you better thank your dad that he bought this new Land Rover <laughs> with with this efficient um system because it is able to keep out ninety nine percent of the. Ninety nine point nine nine five. That's an. So ad you don't have you. to put on your masks. <laughs> that's an ad. Do you know the funny thing is? Range Rover actually has increased in sales volume, but now they're just fighting to find something, um, something else to expand on as a brand. So yeah. I think this is this is like yes, part of that that's, strategy. That's I think the yeah. first strategy was, which is quite incredible, was how they managed to milk the hype of a Range Rover to develop. How many other derivatives of the? The Range Rover, are they? Is like the Evoque. Um, they started with the Evoque. Yes. There is the is much called the Sports. Mm -hmm. the, um, there's a Velar. The Velar. There's um. There's there's something else. There's a even in Land Rover, like uh, the the parent or the face company, right? There's now a Disco Sport. We used to call that what? What was the Disco Sport before? Wasn't that the Freelander? Yeah. But oh, the small, yeah, yeah small, the small one. one. Isn't that the Evoque? No, no, that's what's the Evoke. The Evoke is the Evoke. <laughs> the Evoke. <laughs> like looking at their lineup ten years ago, around 2011, which is when the the Evoke came out. Mm -hmm. right? It was just it simple. Was just yeah. So this is disco. Just knew there's a disco. The Range Rover. There's a Range and the Freelander. Freelander probably a Sport and in the low level, very low level, the Defender. And that was it. Mm. Basically, that's how you, you saw uh, Land Rover. But now I think they're trying to. I wouldn't be surprised if they announce like a, a smaller compact, uh, a sedan, or 
The worst they did the was that evoke convertible. Woo-wee! Heinous. Woo. Absolutely. Remember that brand? I don't think it was bad though. Uh, hey, guys, come, come on. on let's, let's leave no, him. Listen, I saw go. this let's coming. Go. But guys, let's guys, stop guys, this no. right now. No, guys, let's just guys, leave. No, wait, wait, wait. Guys, let's guys. leave. Sometimes some cars are not meant for, you know, you guys. I mean, you, you are like, don't you stand at like 2.5 meters? <laughs> You no, but think about it. If I stand at two meters, car. then I should be loving that car like because no, there's no roof. No, but then that car is a chick and car. Alert. That's like no, a. But even the that's, like like a, a that's like a high-end hairdresser's car. Are they even still producing that car? Because I think the I don't know, but I, 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 I because the poor sales. What the drop top? Yes. Yeah. But it was, it was a cute car. Uh, and you look at the cars it was competing with. Uh, there's the the freak. Kashkai, Kashkai. No, it was a Murano. Murano. Oh, it was a Murano. Murano yes. convertible. And that was equally heinous? Yes, it was. Like, oh, oh, no, that's hideous. No, yes. That's exactly. And what else was there? Same was something else. <laughs> Wasn't there like, uh, what you call it, that uh, Chrysler? Um, oh, what you yes. call it? There's also, um, it conjures up memories of the future. Yes, it was, a, it was a convertible, right? <laughs> yeah. Of the PT Cruiser. Oh, oh. And now this is, it's only convertible so that you have easy access to the outside. You can just drive whilst you're vomiting out the roof. <laughs> With the bag over here. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I won't lie, I like that drop top you bought. No, I think I it's, it. I think I it's like a it. worthy punishment. If, if, listen, if I was to choose between the hot top and the hot top, I mean, I would the convertible with the non-convertible, <laughs> mm. I would pick the non-convertible. I would go with the hard top with tins all around. Why? You, you don't want to be seen in it. Parking, I'll be parking behind the shops. <laughs> I, I don't think... <laughs> if you're buying, if you're going to buy a Range Rover, uh, there wasn't much of a difference in terms of price. If you compare like a very, a well-spicked Evoque uh -huh. and a base Range Rover Sport. So I don't really understand even how they, they stack these things up, you know, in terms of the company itself. It's not really... It feels like they're clutching at straws. Exactly. Just... And that's exactly how you describe this whole COVID-proof. Yeah, the COVID-proof thing is nonsense. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they should find something else. All right, and on that um, nonsensical note... <laughs> And marks the end of the new segment, and we move on to the main segment of the show. And uh, what are we talking about today, gents? The top three brands. Oh, and this is, and this is the argumentative part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this is the yeah, this is the one that's gonna um, yeah, result I mean, in people being thrown out of the window. And <laughs> we've been nice. Uh, we've been nice thus far. <laughs> All right. So who wants to get the ball rolling? You guys can start. I think I can start by mentioning. Worst one just to, no, no, to no, add no. a bit of ah, excitement. Ah, 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 no, 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 tell, tell us your top three. Tell us your top three. Tell us your top three. Mercedes has to be there for obvious reasons. What even happened? though it's technically that's the first car company, they invented the modern car as we know it, so they do deserve a little bit of our acknowledgement. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of where the company is going at the moment, but mm -hmm. we also have to consider the heritage. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but then after Mercedes, I do have a hard time. I really do. I think maybe. Alpha? Nah. No. They're like a boy band. Porsche? 
Yeah, they like one hit wonders. They make one thing. Yeah, but Porsche, my God. Nah, Porsche. Over if it Jesus. wasn't for the fact that they just use a tracing paper on their designs. Nah, I, I mean, look at the. There's entire a lineup. more to that, and that mm. is why one of my picks is actually a Porsche. It's a Porsche. Mm. I think I can agree with mm. you. On that. So I have Mercedes, Porsche, and I haven't made up my mind thus far. But someone can pick up. Maybe I can. No, no, you can, you can. <laughs> I will put another one in there for, again for obvious reasons, Dodge. That's. You know what you did? Uh. Like, why? This is so out of no, the box. No, I want to hear why. Why yeah, Dodge? Like, um, I really want. To I as well. pick Dodge because um, it does one thing which pretty much no other manufacturer is doing. Dodge. No. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's going a completely different route than um, where other manufacturers are going. Yes, it may lead to its detriment. Don't trust but me, for see? now, <laughs> don't trust vipers. Yeah, but for now, you see, that's the African mindset. You see, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> but Dodge, come on, Dodge. It has been doing one thing well right now, which is just stuffing their freaking high performance V8 Hemi um, into just. Pretty much anything. They started off with, uh, with the Challenger and the Charger. Moved so this to is like the a phase for you. It's like yeah, but what's it the, is. What's because... the point of having all that power if you can't control it? Mm, yeah, that's a valid question. But I'm sure you're more than willing to do yes. Len. That thing's traction control system. Len. <laughs> Len and don't no. drive it in the wind. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I'd have balls. Oh, okay. There's really no point. That's a no, long there list. are terms and conditions when you're driving a Dodge. Keep wow. that in mind. That's one of its quirks. Yes. A really big quirk is like having a pit bull that's always. Yes, on look, it. I think you maybe would... I would understand if you like a Dodge, if you're one of those people that are suicidal and you know they know that if they get into this car, they could die at any moment. And you that know, gets, that you know, gets, and that, that gets them off. You, yes, know? you die like a man. With some <laughs> hair on your chest. <laughs> but I will give Dodge uh, their designs. I love them aesthetically. Mm. Well, I love their it's designs. Good. I, I love them. The Chargers, the Vipers. I love them. Mm. Mm-hmm. No Dodge. Dodge. That's why I like Dodge. Dodge. Okay, let's against let's the grain. What's, what's, what's Move, the it third? Move it on. Move it on. Dodge Porsche. We're definitely kind of Dodge Porsche. That. And what I said earlier on, Rolls Royce. Okay. What? Yes, you are a mad man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a mixed bag, right? Yes, mine is, is a bit out there, but that's how I am. You know that. Why are you sup- why are you all surprised, didn't you? <laughs> okay, we know that you're a, a mammite. No, you type know what? Of... Well, the Rolls Royce, I can understand. I mean, with cars like the Phantom. I watch. He, he needs cars with long wheelbase. I watch. Ah. No, I watch the. Ah, I can't fit a 2.5 meter man in any other. But I still like Porsche. <laughs> Porsche does have a lot of room. They got drop tops, <laughs> so you'll be driving. And the Panamera. <laughs> driving with the head over the windshield, with your legs on the back seat. <laughs> no, so I think you actually helped me make up my mind. Not to pick Rolls no, Royce. My third, my third is fairly. It's related with a Toyota. You can't argue with that. That was actually one of my picks. Mm. So you see, I'm in touch. So you guys, this is the first time you've agreed on something. No, Toyota, I don't That's think like the... I don't think anyone can talk shit about Toyota. Exactly. When it comes unless well, no, unless we're not talking no. about that saying. No, 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 no. Unless when it comes to, it depends what you're talking about. Value for money, yes, reliability, yes, yes. excitement, no. There are only a few in what the lineup. Mean, no? 
Excitement, no, they don't they, have a lot of cars in the lineup no, that are exciting. They were the face of Vroompa, you know, with the Supra, you know. Yes, the it. Supra, which is like 20 years old now, and it's okay, now. AE86, GT86. Yes, and what else? The GT, the GR Yaris. What else? That's Supra, it. That's GR, it. That's three now. cars. Whatever, yeah, three cars. That's it. I mean, they have a span. What? <laughs> like, uh, they they've had. That's old news. No, but I mean, we we are considering heritage. This is like of old time, right? Fine. Yeah. So yeah, we have you know to what? Toyota uh, uh, excitement now. Yeah, it's not <laughs> strong, let's, let's agree. But durability. Uh, of course, I'll give them that. But durability yeah. can be exciting, you know. Huh? Have you seen those guys in, in Dubai? Is a tank exciting? No, like bear with I me. Know. Bear with me on this. <laughs> bear with me, right? You've seen those people in uh, in the desert. The ones that drive the Land Cruisers on two wheels. Exactly. <laughs> New Zealand, they swap in two Js into Land Cruisers. That is exciting. Yeah, I that mean, is. And you just plow through the terrain. You don't have to worry about it because it's durable. Mm -hmm. I find that quite interesting, to be honest. Yeah, but we're talking about like the traditional meaning of excitement of what leaving it? you with goosebumps, having a car that might kill you, like Dodge. I know that's <laughs> where you're trying to take it back. Nah. <laughs> have you seen the interiors on, with the exception of the last uh, generation Viper, the ones that came before it? On the outside, supermodel. I mean, like, uh, Gal yeah, This has been well documented. Yes, I won't, inside, I won't fight that. On the inside, it was very Chrysler. Yeah, us. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it's just a but with the same you, breath, with the same breath, how Toyota. Do you, how do you just <laughs> no, but so Toyota's the same thing. So to sharing the switch gear with the Dodge Neon, that's like a 323. Right? You, you have to cut costs somewhere, bruh. Exactly, they cut costs and in the end, cut your neck. But they discontinued the Viper, unfortunately, which sucks. Yeah, but they still got the Challenger, which ah, damn. that's another death trap. Yeah, that's but another low situation. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the, the Charger is a gorgeous disaster. <laughs> Do you know, I'll be if I was a parent, Especially to be honest. <laughs> if I was a parent, Yo, I would. Thing is a gorgeous disaster. If I was a parent, I don't think I would buy that Charger because to have a kid in the back and you've got seven hundred horsepower going to the rear wheels. <laughs> As you got a toddler in the back, I'd be worried. <laughs> exactly. And the section, the tires, it came out with what? 265 section tires. And just for context, 265 is what you might find on uh, a C220 diesel uh, C class. Right? <laughs> so think about it a diesel estate car with like 200 horsepower has the same section tire with. A demon with like 840 yeah, horsepower eh? yeah. uh, Hellcat. So now, please, nice. you say that's in your what? Your top three? Yes. That's yes, the company is. you choose. Yes, I choose Dodge. You see, so, it's me. ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. <laughs> Yay! I see you are very good at decision. <laughs> now we're waiting on Brian with this picks. <laughs> okay. okay, my top three Toyota. Yeah, I think we've established one. Mm -hmm. uh, pick number two, Audi. Mm, why? You are going to have to justify that. I love Audi. You have to fight. I that. like their their designs. What? It's, it's a bit. Yeah, you know. Hey, it's. You were yeah, talking we're about not, Porsche we're not, during we're not, the we're chasing not, we're paper. Not, we're not. We're not going to argue about my opinion. I mean, come on, man. Jeez. We are going and then, to more also, than argue about it. Anyway, also, uh. I love their EVs. 
What about them though? They haven't done anything substantial apart from Tesla is the only thing that's No, but they have though. I, I think what? they have like three or four EVs out currently on the Yeah, but what's special about them? The lights. <laughs> the dancing lights. Because okay. everyone has an EV, but I mean, no, but I, I, I just love the way they incorporated the technology, especially in the interior of the car. Okay, given, yeah, most of the stuff is um, uh, touchscreen and, um, you know, I'm not a fan of touchscreens in cars because I'm just old school with the buttons. But I just like the way they incorporated the technology mm. into it, especially okay. their EVs. Mm. No, yes. I like I like Audi. Like yes. if 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 you had to choose between three German brands, the big three: BMW, Audi, and Mercedes. If I was to default from Mercedes, I would go to Audi and skip BMW. And also, um, <laughs> Audi. Hop, skip, uh, jump, everything. I like how Audi is always like. It's not really like the loudest when these German cars are mentioned. It's usually Merck and BMW. But Audi stays cool doing its thing. Okay. Especially with the RS4 and the RS6. I, I won't argue with that. Yeah, I won't they, they, they do their thing. Yeah? Alright. Num- pick number three. I'm thinking. This one's tricky. It's quite easy. This is the easiest one, and I think you all know it. All together ah, now? No, ah, we're not gonna say it. Before we go anyway, let's just stop. BMW, yo! Mention in this group. <laughs> BMW, yo, BMW. I, mean, I like BMW before, mm-hmm. but not now. Guys, modern I mean, BMWs. I love BMW. You, you're forgetting that. Like, Why do you not like a spectrum of cars? Who cares? People who like, don't like, drive like, BMW. Like, <laughs> like which spectrum of cars? Um, like we just said, there's Mercedes, there's Porsche, there's, there's Italian. You mentioned there's Italians. Alpha, British. I'm not afraid. I'm not Japanese. I don't like Lambos. I don't like Ferrari. Chinese cars nowadays. Like yeah, what Chinese brand? Oh, there's JWM. There's uh, there's Haval. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know what? I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna shoot those cars down because I really haven't had any experience with them or. Seen them, I know of them is just rebranded cars like the GWM. It's like, pretty much Isuzu. They look, they look like freaking Frankenstein cars. Mm. I mean, I remember there's the one I saw with the Prado grill, and it had like uh, an Isuzu profile, and it um, had uh, flipping Hilux backlights. Isn't that I like mean, a GWM? <laughs> yes, that's yeah. the one I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, no, thank you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing that. But with BMW, I mean BMW. Okay. Polarizing okay. designs, yeah, but they always stick to their character and performance. They no. are not matched. No. <laughs> Here's my question to all of us: to evaluate or to, to be able to judge objectively all of our picks, mm. right? This is the greatest brands of all time. So now, ask yourself this: Would the car industry suffer if any of these companies stopped? Existing. I know they would suffer if BMW stopped. Nah, yeah, nah. We, we would suffer such a great loss. <laughs> My God, what would we do without the great Bavaria? No, actually, put that out. No, <laughs> put that out there. I Fight mean, how many car shows? How many car shows do you hear when like a BMW loses a drag race? 
I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It does. But how many times when it does happen, do you hear the host of the show saying stuff like, Oh my goodness, the BMW fanboys are going to be all over the comments. That's that's one thing. So that's they, one they, particular segment. No, no, but then this they, is of they, all time. We have to consider like so much more than just what drag races. No, I'm not talking about just drag races. I'm talking about like performance-wise. Like mm. when when people talk about BMW and you know they rating the performance and stuff like that, and it loses, or even when it wins, even. Yeah, but look, let me compare it to uh, their very obvious rival, right? Mercedes. Mercedes, yeah. Those guys actually do set the template for decades, even decades to come. You know. I'll give a Didn't very pristine example. No, here's a pristine example. The S-Class. Since, um, I'm not very good with the Marvel names. I'm not like Gerald. Gerald. But mm. <laughs> you remember the one from, uh, is it the 70s? I think it was the first car with airbags all around for all passengers. Mm-hmm. First car with ABS. Mm-hmm. First car with um, seat belts. Even. Yeah. Okay, no, you bring about a valid point. I'm not gonna argue with you, but all cars have seat belts and because yes. we started it. They yeah, started. okay, but still, if Mercedes was to stop now, we're not gonna have airbags. No, but you're so not. It doesn't matter anymore. They're really. setting the pace. They're they're picking the direction. And wasn't it Volvo that started with airbags? Not necessarily. I mean, maybe if you come up with the concept of an airbag, we can give you that credit. But I'm saying. The people who actually bring the technology to the masses, the people that actually dictate what's valid to be in a car, in a production car that's ready for the whole world to see. So those guys actually do contribute uh, a significant margin. That's my defense for Mercedes. I'm actually surprised you're actually defending Mercedes. Yeah, I told you. Like, I'm not going to say anything about the current direction. Yeah, we're not going to talk about. <laughs> we've, we've already talked about but that in depth. <laughs> No, but look at this, look at this. The previous generation S-Class, the, the triple two, right? Mm-hmm. What did it have that's now being copied? Mood lighting in the interior. Mm-hmm. Ambient lighting? Yes. Yes. That's always been there in BMWs. No, actually to a different extent because Mercedes actually came up with the one where it's, it's flashing lights. It's, even when you hear the reviews, even when you see the car in person, it's very different. It looks so... It's space age, if I can say that. Those, those are all gimmicky. I mean, it's cars, not a, it, when everyone else is now copying it, we talked about it's lights no longer everywhere. A gimmick, yeah. Even Audi is copying the same Excuse system me, structure. But Audi was the one that started with the daylight running LEDs. No, I mean on the inside. No, no. Even if you though, want to talk about copying, no, so Mercedes copied. No, that. not saying that Mercedes did everything. No, We're but then, did no, but then you're making it seem like you know cars don't like you know get ideas off each other. I mean. Then we're gonna, I mean, all cars have wheels. Yeah, but I'm just you, saying, you if Mercedes saying. come up with a five with a five wheel car design, it's it's not going to be surprising that in the next ten years you find more than half of the market is shaped you wanna like go that. There about design no, no, but I know where you're going. Yeah. But <laughs> the question is, no, the question is, the GLE Coupe and the X6 came out at the exact same time. So GLE we don't came. know who copied who. No, no, I think GLE came like a little bit later. Came after. GLE came but out. But then the X6 is a piece of. You know no, 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 no. It's not uh, Okay. I'll be okay. here forever, guys. Let's go after Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. 
I said my piece of dodge. Dodge is awesome, <laughs> and I love dodge. And y'all guys can just screw yourself. Let's, let's check on the seat. I think there's something. Are you are you being paid or something? Like, do you have a badge? I wouldn't mind. I'd be like James Pumphrey, who actually got a tattoo of dodge right there. Uh, do you see the ram? Like, do you see what dodge people are like? This is America. <laughs> dodge died. I think. Um, I think maybe. The impact is mostly felt in America, in my opinion. It's yeah, it's very American, and it's everything. Excess. That's 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 a thing. That's the missing. Yeah. That's, that's that's what I said when I was talking about its performance. I mean, Americans and they they have all this power in the car, but they can't get it to the wheels properly. Yeah, I've seen Just many. Put that engine in a Beamer. <laughs> Oh See gosh. what happens. Ah, bonfire is times at the start line, and when everyone's or even a Merc, or even a Merc, or even, even or even more, an Audi. They're even known for this, even more so. Mercs, especially in the past, AMGs. Yeah. I think when it comes to mm-hmm. performance, one of the best cars that has been able to convert the power to the torque, the no Porsche. Exactly. Thank Porsche. you. Now. Porsche, let's now praise them. You know, Porsche. Let's praise the company for being overachieving. Every time that car is in a drag race, it works. What I like about Porsche as well is that they're doing what sort of a Mercedes is is doing, but I think in a in a better way. And that is the targeted key segments, and they just dominate. So they've got the sports car segment, right, with the 911s, and they've got um the luxury um versions with the panameras then you've got suvs with the macan and the cayenne Mm -hmm. so those are the general segments you need a porsche and the other thing i I really do appreciate about porsche is they're not doing what mercedes does where it's in one year they try and penetrate five different niches Mm -hmm. and when you look at the products within themselves it's just the same thing that's been slightly tweaked Mm -hmm. and the perfect example of this is the a-class the CLA and the GLA. It's <laughs> one platform, but it's meant for three separate segments. Mm-hmm. And now let's look at Porsche. They came out of the Cayenne in the early 2000s, right? And people did complain, but they perfected that formula in, I don't know, how long was it? In about a decade. To a point where now everyone just sees a Cayenne and like, yeah, it's a good car. Yeah. Very few people have negative things to say about a Cayenne right now. Yeah. Because they worse with the Macan, especially with the Macan now. I don't think there's anything bad you can say about a Macan. I, I still don't like it, but I respect it now. They managed to take the essence of Porsche and put it into something as large as a Macan or even a Cayenne. That's impressive. I thought we were oh, talking yeah. positive here. Yeah. No, nah, Porsche, I've already said something positive about the GTs. I mean, so that, that the, no the direction that you went, uh, nah, I'm not there. <laughs> okay, the GT3, the one that's been accused of tracing paper. Yes, design-wise. Design-wise. Porsche yes. have gotten so much praise, even from professional drivers. I, was, I remember listening to you. What, design-wise? Not design-wise. I mean, yeah, where it counts. I'm talking about aesthetics. Well, where it counts for Porsche now, with the GT3 in particular, it's performance. Now, I remember watching a drag race. You will never hear me shit on Porsche when it comes to performance. You and love drag races. That's why I spoke about the Porsche when I said, if there's a car that's good at converting that power from the engine into the tires, it's 
even it's a Porsche. even when the power doesn't when it doesn't make sense people um drag race an evo uh a gtr nismo versus a gt3 godzilla yeah godzilla basically 600 horsepower forward by turbo over 600 newton meters of torque right mm -hmm. a gt3 has around like 400 ish newton meters and the power is i think it was like 100 less horsepower it was lighter Mm -hmm. But then when they went off the line, it lost no ground. And that was with the Evo Diary when they were doing drag racing. Yeah. It lost no ground. I mean, that's just impeccable. Yeah. That is like no turbo inside, nothing. It's just an NA engine, DSG transmission. It didn't lose out. Even during the gear changes, it just kept up. To make And now here's the, the topping on the icing on the cake. It beat the GTR. Godzilla, mm -hmm. with nothing more than this brilliant engineering. Yeah, so that's, that's what Porsche does, and that's pretty they much. Are, I think, in terms of engineering and focus, maintaining focus. They, they, they is Porsche and any one of us is top three. Yeah, mine. I but I think it's safe to Porsche say Toyota. that. I think it's safe to say that the Porsche is yeah. like the common. No, Porsche pick. was not on it. Oh, I mean, you put I had, BMW. Had, yeah, you have I had to Toyota, question the man's... Audi and BMW. <laughs> I mean, Audi. <sighs> <laughs> Come on, what's the wrong with Audi? Of uh, the big three. Yeah, but mm. I think it's safe to say, though, that in general, Porsches are... They're very good cars. Yeah, very good, very good. And I but think... now, Porsches and Audis and Volkswagen... Volkswagen in general, it's... Uh, yeah, it's becoming more, more and more. Yeah, becoming more and more just the same mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. So maybe that's a demerit yeah. for all. Is it what, five companies. Oh, there's a lot, dude. <laughs> what yeah, you say? There's a lot. There's a lot. But I guess maybe that will be a talk for another show. I think we might just do one show where we're just talking about the VW group. I don't think it'll be exciting though, because <laughs> there is a lot of companies in that VW group, but then it's one size fits all type of thing. Mm -hmm. But I guess that would be a show for another time. As for now, I think we're just we're just gonna close it here, um, and uh, yeah, it, it's less violent than I thought it would have been. But I think that's good. No one was chucked out of the no, window. I, I still, I'm still <laughs> no, I was worried it would turn I'm violent, still, and it didn't. I'm, I'm a gentleman. <laughs> I'm gonna fight someone right now. <laughs> just for Audi and so Porsche. so we'll close it. Yes, let you do that. Um, off <laughs> off air. <laughs> Yeah, these uh, two are not going to come back for a long time. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Um, we'll catch you on the next one. Um, cheers. Can you see us with all this? You can hear us, I think. Yeah, that's that's true. Boo. Little pizza.